Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to the Get Lit with Becky podcast, the podcast dedicated to your development and helping you light all the way up. My name is Becky and I am business mentor, empowerment coach and founder of Get Lit Inc, the home to your business, career and personal development. And I am on a mission to help as many of you as I can shine brighter and access your fullest potential. It is time to shush that inner critic of yours, break through your limiting beliefs and self-defeating behaviors, build up your self-worth, get out of your own way and fearlessly step into your power so that you can build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places. This podcast is for the dreamer, the believer, the go-getter and the inspired. Let's get lit. Hi guys and welcome back to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast. Thank you so much for all the love, the sharing, the reviews that we've had on the most recent episodes. I'm so glad that you guys are enjoying that we are back and also thank you, thank you, thank you to each and every one of you that has already pre-ordered my book, You Are Powerful, The Secret to Everyday Manifestation. It honestly means the world. I am so excited for you guys to receive this book, to get it in your hands and to share my words with the world. So today's episode is something that I think I see every single day women struggling with and it has been something that has been the theme of, I would say, my entire life um, and probably exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing right now for my work. So how many of you guys feel like the fear of rejection cripples you or it holds you back from doing what you want, holds you back from saying what you want to say, from being who you want to be, for going for what you want to go for, from having what you want to have. I feel like we talk a lot about fear and we talk about a lot of the different kind of fears um, that people have. And I think the fear of rejection is probably up there with one of the most intense and crippling fears. And a lot of you guys know that I work really closely with lots of women who obviously have a dream of starting and setting up a business, whether it's in my one-to-one coaching or predominantly in the Killer Coach course, um, or even in our Rise program, you know, a lot of the women there are people who are wanting to make the most and like develop themselves so that they can then take the steps to perhaps setting up a business later on in life or changing their career and One of the biggest things that 
they say hold them back is this fear of what people might say or how people may judge. And whenever I'm working with a client closely, it kind of tends to always be the thing that stops them from telling the world about their business or telling their families about their business, um, right through to just launching their products or their service that they've been working really, really hard on. So it's something that I feel really, really strongly about because rejection for me played such a huge role um, as a fear in my life. It it has kind of been my, my Achilles heel. It's been the thing that has always been at the root of a lot of my fears and doing the work on myself and exploring the reasons why I was so afraid of being rejected and why I was holding myself back in certain ways, you know, it really boiled down to just like everything always does. And this is something we really love to support our clients on, but like what, where I learned that fear of rejection, where was I initially feeling rejected? And that was obviously being born into the world where my dad died just a few weeks before I was born, which a lot of you will know, subconsciously on a subconscious level, I learned rejection. I learned that I wasn't necessarily worthy of staying around for. And I know that that's obviously, of course, not what happens. But a lot of our conditioning is formed at those young ages, believe it or not. When you're a baby, you are taking on energy that you don't even realize. You are learning things that you don't even realize. And so what I did was that I attracted a lot of people, situations that kind of always left me feeling rejected. And also what happened in turn is I began to reject myself in so many ways, the ways that I was over-exercising, restricting my food, controlling a lot of things in my life. A lot of that was self-rejection. You know, we talk about self-sabotage. For me, a lot of that is really closely linked to self-rejection and self-neglection. And the problem with the fear of rejection is just like any fear, it limits us to greatness. It stops us from doing what we so deeply want to do or who we so deeply desire to be. And it stops us from telling people how we feel. There's just so many ways in which it cripples us. So I wanted today's episode to really be a supportive holding hand to any of you who feel like this worry about being rejected cripples you. And you may not even have realized, this might be a realization for you, that actually it is that fear of rejection that has been holding you back. It took a long time for me to even figure out that, hang on a minute, There's so many reasons why I'm not doing this or telling people this or telling or doing that or showing up for this or applying for that job or whatever it might be. I actually didn't realize that it was because I had this fear of rejection. I just thought there was something wrong with me. I thought that I wasn't good enough. I just didn't think that those dreams were available to me. And it really wasn't until I started digging deep and doing the work on why am I behaving this way? What am I so afraid of? Why won't I show up for that? Why won't I apply for this? that I really realized it was this fear of rejection that I had. Firstly, the first thing I really want you guys to really note, if if, if this fear of rejection is crippling you, that rejection isn't always about you. So when people reject or push against your light or they resist or dislike what you're doing, I need you to know that quite often it is because of their own lost dreams their own dislike for themselves, their own lack of self-worth as to why they are rejecting you, why they are pulling away from you, why they are disliking what it is that you're doing. For example, if a guy chooses another girl over you, yeah, their connection might be great with that girl. 
it doesn't have to have any reflection on you. It might just be that that person they met actually was their soulmate. It doesn't reflect how worthy you are or you aren't at all. Not one bit. It just might mean that those two were actually meant for each other. If perhaps someone cheats on you, maybe he didn't reject you. Maybe he chose himself and it's more of a reflection of him and his low self-esteem and how much he needs his ego stroked. It doesn't always mean that you're not good enough if it, if it means that they fail to see what you offer. If you're ever worried about maybe going up to someone or applying for something and the people, you, you know, you're worried of that fear of rejection, even in a job, if you apply for a job and you don't get that job, it may have absolutely nothing to do with how good you were. That per- Another person could have got the job because they were a friend of a family, because they knew someone who knew someone. They may have done that work before. Maybe there was only one space out of 20 people who applied and you were all great. And so it's really, really important to know, guys, and always believe in yourself that it isn't always about you. Sometimes it has absolutely nothing to do with you. And it's so much more about them, about their self-worth, their lost dreams, their dislike for themselves, or in certain situations, just that actually maybe something more aligned came along. And if you think of when you've ever rejected someone, you might not have seen it as rejection. You may have had to make a difficult decision and you chose a certain way. Along that way, you may have rejected someone and there was probably absolutely no harm meant by it. And if if you've ever thought about ever rejecting someone, for example, I bet the majority of the time there was never this question in your mind as to, oh, she's not worthy or he's not worthy. I'm going to reject him. It was just, oh, there's this this choice over here which seems more aligned. Sometimes it doesn't always feel better. It just feels more aligned. So that definitely is the first thing that I would say to really take mind of is like rejection is not about you. The second thing I think that's really important when it comes to ensuring that this fear of rejection kind of goes out the window is to stop rejecting yourself. If you are rejecting yourself, then it's likely that situations of people are going to reject you too. You know, if we're talking about manifesting, the energy that you put out there is the energy that you receive back. And if you are in a state of rejection, self-rejection, that might look like many, many different ways for many, many of you. That might look like not going for the job that you dream of, not posting that post that you wanted to post. It might also look like self-sabotaging behaviors. It might look like being busy all the time. It might look like not having enough self-care in your life. There are many, many, many ways in which we can reject ourselves. It might look like talking to ourselves negatively or indulging in negative thoughts. But when you become enough for you and you start to accept yourself, that is when the world starts to meet you right there and accept you right back. So if you can please stop rejecting yourself or go where you know that you can go so that you can help yourself step away from that rejecting behavior. Because the more you reject yourself, the more others situations and experiences will reject you right back. That's how it works. And I noticed in my own journey, when I started to wholeheartedly accept myself, when self-love felt too far away, when I started to really accept myself I really noticed that other people started to accept me too and that situations were accepting of me. And more to the point, when I started choosing me and putting myself first, whether that be through the boundaries that I was communicating or the actions that I was taking, whatever it might have been, when I started to accept myself, people and situations and experiences started to accept me. But when I started to choose myself, that is when people started to choose me. And that is the difference. And anyone who has been 
in a place where they have chosen themselves and they felt high vibe and then you notice that things around you start happening and people want to know you and people want to be around you they want to learn from you that's because you're emitting those high vibe energies and that's why your energy is so incredibly important ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And I am super excited to announce to you guys that you can now officially pre-order my book, You Are Powerful, The Secret to Everyday Manifestation from Amazon when you search You Are Powerful or Becky Rabin. I am so excited for you guys to read this book. It will be out in August and I just cannot wait for you guys to get your hands on it. You Are Powerful is your best friend. It is your hype girl. It is your everyday toolkit to help you master manifesting your best life to help you raise your vibration break free from all the critical and sabotaging behaviors and beliefs that have held you back from having that dream life that you want the other thing to really think of when a moment of rejection comes up and i think this was something that i really really went through recently myself and so was kind of the inspiration behind me wanting to do this podcast episode is when you are rejected just trust and know that you are being redirected trust me when i say the universe wanted better for you and it might not seem like that right away in that instant moment of rejection you might feel like your old childhood wounds have been absolutely pulled out from underneath you. You might have felt stabbed right in the heart. You might feel really silly. I was faced with a situation recently where I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe I even entertained this and was rejected. Like, I cannot believe I put myself through that. But once I dealt with that initial blow, I realized that actually the universe wanted so much more for me. And that was the only way it gave me, you know, the it gave me this, the knowing that I needed to know so that I stopped allowing myself to be in a situation where I was actually rejecting myself. And sometimes it might not seem like it, but rejection actually can provide an incredible opportunity for self-discovery and growth. 
you are being pushed into either learning a lesson, finally drawing a line under a repeating pattern that you're going back to, or pushed into better things. Say perhaps you apply for a job that you really wanted and you had a great interview, but you didn't get the job. This might really upset you at first, but then you might move into a much better job that is more that you could possibly ever have hoped for, that is way more aligned to your values and maybe perhaps even lets you do your side hustle on the side. You know, I the women that I work with, I can't tell you how many of them where they're, you know, they're balancing a hobby and they're balancing, you know, their passion and their hobby, what they really want to do. And then they're balancing a full time job. And some of the advice I give women when they're changing careers is to move into a career slightly more aligned into the one that they perhaps want to eventually start their own business in. So maybe one that has more flexible hours they can work on their hobby or maybe that one that is in the industry of the, the business that they want to build so that they can learn more about the industry or whatever it might be to get experience or knowledge or wisdom in that space and sometimes some of them message me and they say hey like I went for this job it looked really cool it looked really exciting it was quite a high powered job though and you know whilst it was really great great salary there was a lot to do and I didn't get it and I'm really sad and I don't know and then I'm like Maybe the universe wants you to actually not take a job right now that you're going to have to work super hard in. You're going to have to spend months getting to know it so you're not going to have time to do your hobby. Maybe it's saying no, follow your passion. So always try and see where you're being redirected and check in with yourself when something does, when, if a partner rejects you or a situation looks like it's a rejecting situation, check in with yourself and say, was this really right for me? Was this job actually really right for me? Or were there red flags? Was this person actually the manifestation that I wanted? Or were there red flags that I was ignoring? And this is where your intuition comes in. And it's really vital for you to feel into those feelings and go where you have that full body. Yes, this is for me. Yes, this is it. This is the real deal. The full deal. The other thing I just think is really important for you to kind of just be really aware of is when you do feel rejected and that does happen, it's absolutely okay for you to validate those feelings. It's okay to feel sad when you're feeling rejected, no matter the source of rejection or what it is or how big, small, and who it came from, rejection always hurts and it will always hurt. And if rejection has been something that's been at the, you know, the underlying theme of your life, then it's going to hurt maybe more than it does others. I have friends that literally couldn't care less if they're rejected, but rejection was never something that ever happened to them probably. So it's not something. And other people might see what happened as, as not really a big deal and they might encourage you to get over it, but it's important for you to know how you feel and that perhaps you might have a, have a hypersensitivity, like a, a slightly higher sensitivity to rejection and that's okay. That's me. And in a recent situation, like I remember I went up to someone, I did something really bold and brave and someone was like, whoa, that was quite like brave of you. What if they turn around and said no? And I was like, I don't really care. It doesn't mean anything about me if they say no. Like it's no reflection of me. Maybe they did this or maybe they wanted that or maybe it just wasn't aligned. And in that moment, I really realized how much work I had done around feeling rejected and worrying about what people might think of me. So it's really important, guys, to validate your feelings and know that it's absolutely okay to feel that sadness when you are feeling rejected. And I guess along those lines, a really great question to ask yourself is, what is it really about that rejection that's hurting you? So when you feel worthy internally in yourself and you know that you are whole and you are complete, rejection feels way less of a big deal, way less of a big deal. And this will depend on the area of your life. You might feel super confident in some areas and rejection may hurt a lot more in other areas. So in my career, for example, 
I really firmly believe that I am good at my job and I have got tons of clients that, you know, I've seen great results from, whether it be one-to-one or the KCC and wherever wherever it is, right? And I, I kind of know that, like, if someone works with me, I will do everything I can to get a great transformation out of them. I know I get results. It's proven now, right? So there's a confidence there. And if I am rejected by a potential client, so if I speak to someone on the phone and they're a potential client of mine, and they can't come in, so I'm rejected by them, so they say, no, do you know what, this isn't right for me at this moment in time, perhaps in the future. I don't get upset, and I know that it wasn't meant to be, and I don't I don't make this about how worthy I was or wasn't, and I don't make it about, you know, whether I'm going to fail or succeed in my business. I deeply trust that all will work out, and I will be supported. And if there's a quiet month where things have slowed down, I really have learned to go, okay, well, next month's really busy for me in other places. Actually, maybe it would do me some good to have less time with clients that month. Maybe the universe wants me to have a month off clients. You know, I, I can, I'm in that position. I, 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 things will still survive if I don't do that. So maybe that's what the universe is calling me to do. Whereas some of my clients where they're really new in their careers or their businesses, there's so much pressure on them getting those first clients that they're in this state of, you know, where I've spoken about in the manifestation um, and some of the attachment podcasts, like when you're desperate for something, you're, you're actually energetically strangling that thing. And that's when the rejection can come in. They can take it really personally if someone doesn't want to work with them. Now, yes, I might be incredibly confident when it comes to my career, but something that I've always really battled with is if a guy rejects me, that hits differently. So one thing I've always had to sit with when I've done any work or I've worked with any therapists is I've always gone, okay, if a client rejects me, I'm cool, I'm chill. I trust that maybe there was a greater plan for them. Maybe a coach is more aligned and that doesn't mean I'm good or bad at my job and it doesn't mean anything about me. It just feels that maybe that person person thinks they'd get on better with a different coach. But why in this area of my life, if a guy doesn't really fancy me or doesn't want to be with me or rejects me, why does that one hit so differently? Why is that less of a pill to swallow? And I use it as an opportunity to do the work. What are my triggers? What are my traumas there? How can I take responsibility for them? How can I look at that situation in much more of a confident light than I just like I do in my career? There's no difference. There's absolutely no difference to it. The difference is, is there's probably more trauma and suffering attached to that area of my life. So that's where the work needs to be done. That And I use that as an opportunity to really journal out, dig deep, go and work with a coach on it. You know, how and why has that hurt me so much more? And what can I do to ensure that next time it doesn't? And that actually I can handle that rejection in the same manner as I would a rejection in my career. So what is it really about the rejection for you that hurts and why? Where? Sit with really asking yourself, what areas of my life do I struggle with rejection more so than I do with others? The next thing I think that's really helped me when it comes to handling rejection or overcoming this fear is, what about if we indulge in the possibilities? And I talk about this a lot in a lot of different places, but I think it really fits perfectly in here is, instead of living in a fear of how you could be rejected, could you possibly embrace the idea that you might in fact be celebrated? That actually, if you tell that person how you feel, they might feel the same way. That actually, if you go for that job, you might actually get it. Because 
the problem with rejection is, as I said, like it quite often leads us to actually not take any action at all. So we actually never find out whether we were going to be rejected or not, because we don't dare take the step that would require us to find out or allow us to find out. You know, we we indulge in the, oh my God, I might be rejected, that we don't even make our move. But what about if we indulge in the possibilities when we do that? What we actually do is we energetically raise our vibration because we're thinking positively and we're indulging in the greatness and we're excited and we're fueled by all the great things that could happen and all the exciting possibilities that actually we raise our vibration, we become expansive and we then become a magnet for all that we desire. That's exactly when we get ourselves into the most perfect manifesting state completely. So can you, when you find yourself next thinking about do I want to do this because what if this might happen or what if I get rejected? How can you indulge in the possibility of what if I get accepted? What if actually everything might go amazingly? So what if I might fail? But what if you might succeed? It's the same principle here. What if you do get accepted in whatever it is that you want to do? And a lot of this, I think, comes from you really doing the clarity work and asking yourself questions such as like, is it more important for me that I stay safe or is it more important that I have a go? and do it you know for me with certain things that might scare me it's like okay would I rather you know show up would I rather stay safe and not show up and not do some of the opportunities that have come my way or really stand up and show the world everything that I've got to offer when it comes to manifesting or is it more important for me right now that I really do show up so that more people can buy my books and that more people actually get this support that they they need or want you know So how will your life be different if you get what you want? What will happen if you get rejected? Who really actually cares? For me, asking myself some of these questions really helps me. Like, how how important is it to you if you do or don't get rejected? What would it be like right now to give up and, and make that decision to stay safe and not do that thing? Or what is the worst that can happen if you are rejected? Like if you go for a job and you don't get the job, what are you actually afraid of? Those people that you're never going to see again talking about you behind your back, about how you weren't right for the job, even though they likely won't be talking about you behind your back because they've got so much more to do. If you want to go and give your guy a number and he turns around and says, oh, actually, I've got a girlfriend. Does anyone really care? Is he going to laugh about it with the mates? Probably not. Even if he did, would you ever know? No. Are your mates going to find out about it? No. So really sitting with the clarity work and asking yourself questions like that when there's something that's like scaring you is super, super, super helpful. Is it more important that I stay safe or more important that I go for it? How will my life be different if I do get what I want? What will happen if I do get rejected? Who will actually really care? How important actually is that to me? What will I miss out on if I don't do it? Really understanding the full consequences of your decisions and remembering, I guess, that actually sometimes when you don't make a decision, that is you making a decision. When you don't make a decision or you don't take action, what you effectively have done is taken action and made a decision that you're not going to bother and you're not going to pursue what it is that you want to do. And for me, guys, what I have really learned with the women that I've worked with is there is only so many times you can neglect yourself and reject yourself and say no to the things that you want to do before it will keep biting you and keep coming back around. I tried to ignore for so many years the desire to leave my job that I actually quite liked and start my own business. None of it made sense to me whatsoever. And I tried to ignore it. I tried to ignore the voice of my intuition. I tried to ignore all the signs that the universe was sending me. I tried so hard. But the more I tried to walk away from it, the the more the universe just found ways to show up and knock it in front of my face and ensure that I saw it and I had 
no choice but to see it. And that is the problem here is I have spoken to so many women who are like, I really want to do the work on myself, but I'm actually quite scared or I'm not sure if I've got the money or I really want to invest in this, but my inner critic is telling me that it's not right for me. We see it all the time with the women that sign up to our programs. We have these lengthy conversations with them on the discovery calls and they're like, I really want to learn to get past my inner critic and I really want to become my higher self and I've got so much I know I need to achieve. Then when it comes down to taking that investment in themselves, they're like, oh, but I'm not sure it's going to work. I don't know if I've got the time. I don't know if I can really afford it. Uh, my inner critic's telling me it might not work. I don't know. The voice in my head's just talking me out of it. And they make this excuse and we're like, do you want to make change or do you not? How many years have you tried to make this change on your own and it's not worked? What about if you did love yourself enough to invest in yourself? Take the deep dive, get the support that would actually keep you accountable and ensure that you do do the work and you do make those changes. It's proven, it's tested. We've got many, many, many women with the results. What about if you did do that? then you would really change. And I think that partly comes down to actually some of us really love staying safe. And whilst we love to dream about the change that we could create in our lives, actually, we don't really want that change. We don't really, really, really want it because we're quite content in our comfort zones. And the thought of making change means that a massive, massive part of us has to die away. And that is petrifying. And of course it is. And it's something that doesn't get spoken about enough is when you want to make change, show up, go for the things that you want to do and get the hell out of your comfort zone and light up the shadow part of you has to die away or has to get smaller and has to shrink. And that is a scary thing. She was the person, that inner critic is the person that has been leading you this whole life. You know, she's been the leading lady in the majority of her life. So the thought of her not being in control anymore is really petrifying. That's really normal, guys. But I think sometimes when you ask yourself these rational conversations and questions, you kind of sit down and you go, oh, actually, yeah, it's really not a big deal if they will reject me, I will get over it. I have got over bigger things. Or actually, yeah, nobody will really know about it. It's not like I'm on a TV show that everyone's watching. I think sometimes I always think like, I live my life and I I think that subconsciously there's like cameras around me all the time. That, so I'm so scared to do certain things in case anybody was watching. And then I'm like, absolutely no one's watching, you know, nobody's watching. So check in with yourself and ask yourself those questions. The final thing I really want to just finish on, and this was a lesson I learned incredibly recently, is when you fear rejection or you have been rejected, trust in your capacity to cope. Trust in your capacity to get over it on the other side. Look at all the other times you managed to overcome a hurdle or you were stronger than you could have ever imagined or you got through something that you never thought you were going to get through or you got back up when something knocked you down. Trust me, I know rejection sucks, especially some of the deeper wounded ones. And I know there are times where it feels unbearable, it feels unimaginable, and it feels like there's absolutely no way to get out. But you have always managed, haven't you? You have always overcome things. We all have. I don't believe there's one person in this world who's never faced a challenge, right? Trust that no matter what you are faced with in life, with time, you will heal, you will cope you will find peace and you will overcome it. When I broke up with my boyfriend after uni and I was on the floor, my self-worth was on the floor. It's a time I talk about quite a lot. And I honestly didn't think I would cope. I honestly couldn't see the way out. And I was on my knees and I honestly just didn't want to be here. But look at where I am right now. I'm here. I feel like I'm thriving. I'm learning so much in the experience. I wouldn't take away that grief or experience for a second. There is not anything that I would change in my life that I faced. Even the death of my father dying, like 
whilst I would give anything to have had that experience that so many women do have, I don't think I'd be who I am or where I am without it. And so there isn't a moment of grief that I would take away in my life. Every single thing I have faced, it has shaped me. Every single hardship, every single heartbreak, every single tear has shaped you too. And every no has led you to a yes somewhere else. And I just think that the biggest thing you can do for yourself in, a, in the depths of rejection, if you are there and you are in it, is to trust in your capacity to cope. Trust that you will come out the other side, you will shine and it will shape you and it'll be another thing to add to your pillar of resilience and strength. And so next time you face rejection, lots of self-care, lots of love, nourish yourself. The last thing you should be doing is rejecting yourself. If someone rejects you, do not fall into that pattern of rejecting yourself too and being like, oh, well, it was because I didn't do this or I'm not worthy enough or I'm not good enough or nobody loves me and I'm not clever enough, smart enough or intelligent enough. That is the worst thing you can do. Make it about them. Trust you are being redirected to greatness. Look for where the opportunities lie and what goodness can come for it. And that will give you the peace and the clarity and the true knowing that you so deeply deserve. You have been listening to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast, the place to be to build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you liked this episode, please don't forget to like, share and review us so that we can keep spreading this light and help more women light up together. Every time you share on your socials or with a friend, you help another person find us and help us spread that light further. If you are a regular around here, don't forget to click subscribe or follow. Add us to your libraries so that you can be notified of all of our latest episodes. And don't forget to also check out all that we have to offer at www.getlitinc.co.uk. That is www.getlitinc.co.uk to help you drop self-doubt and truly step into your greatness. From our group coaching programs, workshops, courses, memberships, and our very own Get Lit Community Coaches, as well as tons of free resources aimed to help you excel in your personal lives, entrepreneurial journeys, and in your careers, we have absolutely everything for you. And if you are looking for a coach that is right for you, then don't forget to head to our expert directory, that is getlitinc.co.uk forward slash expert hyphen directory and you can see our incredible directory of approved coaches ready and raring to support you on your growth journey you know what time it is it is time to step into your power raise your vibration and get lit ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.